welcome to The Sexual Alchemist. I'm your friendly neighborhood sex coach, Amber Eros, and I'll be taking you behind the curtain into the tantalizing world of sex magic through some very powerful conversations with some of my favorite sex witches from all around the world. Enjoy! Welcome, Kim. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Such a pleasure. Can you please share your full name and where you live in the world? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I am Kim Coffin, and I live in Ontario, Canada. Okay. And a few more details here. We like to ask, what's your favorite color, your current favorite Mm -hmm. food, and like a movie or book that's turning you on lately? Hmm. Favorite colors are normally in the blues and the purples. It's kind of in those shades, which can change all the time. Favorite food. I like so much food. I don't know that I have a favorite at the moment we've been making. It does. And I'm one of the ones that like goes on fits and spurts. Like I have favorites and I stay with them for weeks. And then I was like, okay, now I'm done with those. So at the moment it happens to be these like veggie wraps that we make that are like with Mm -hmm. rice paper and we stuff all that stuff in there and all the good yummy stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That'll change next week. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds delicious. Are you putting like avocado or carrots inside or cucumbers? Shredded carrots, shredded beets that are already cooked. Mm-hmm. um cilantro and peppers orange or red peppers and then there's the tahini mm-hmm. paste in there mm-hmm. Ooh, a whole mm-hmm. rainbow of deliciousness yeah yes they're so good and is there any like book or movie that you're into at the moment yeah I read so many books pussy's always a go-to Mm-hmm. that if somebody hasn't read, I want to say, go read. So I'm going to say that one, even though I read it like years ago and I've yes. read it three times since, but that's a go-to Pussy Reclamation by Regina Thomas Shower is an amazing, powerful book. If people haven't read that, they should start there. Excellent recommendation. That was way before I began my sexual healing journey or my sexual reclamation journey or got into sacred sexuality. My mom gave me that book and she was like, ah. you got to read this. <laughs> I I love that your mother gave you that. (laughs) Yes, that's so amazing. And that began kind of like a slow journey of like me admitting to her that I was going to study sexuality and her being like, I've secretly been studying it for years and us having this like mother-daughter growth trajectory Uh, together. It was really beautiful. I love that. That is so amazing. So now let's get into some more juicy details. Can you please share the work that you do in the world? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So I am a trauma-informed, somatic, empowerment, and sexuality coach, plus sex, love, relationship coach. They're all of the titles that I play with. I'm also a teacher, speaker, and soon-to-be author in a month and a half. So that'll be super, super fun. Yeah. I'm also a graduate of Mama Gina's School of Lee Arts and Layla Martin's Institute for Integrated Tantric Sexuality and founder of Get Your Sexy Back. So tell us a little bit more about Get Your Sexy Back and all the deliciousness that you can find inside of there. Yeah, I'd love to. So I specialize in sexuality, in empowerment, in relationships, and Tantra, which is super, super fun and juicy. And I'm using those tools to help my clients really gain their sexual confidence, right? Really feel Mm -hmm. empowered and embodied and unlock those profound levels of self-love, of pleasure, of empowerment, intimacy with themselves and with their partners, should they choose to have partners, all of that goodness. 
Thank you so much for speaking about the element of confidence. This is such a sort of profound element of sexuality because sometimes we can learn about like there's these things you can do and there's these activities you can do and there's these items of clothing or toys or techniques or things that you can do with your sexuality. But tell us more about confidence. Yeah. And that comes for me from sacred sexuality because there's confidence and then there's confidence. Like Mm. it's totally different. And I used to think and say, and I would have appeared to everybody else way back when as confident, but it was different. I almost kind of want to call it like a faking it till you kind of make it confidence. It's not true. It's not authentic. Mm. But when you can reconnect to your body and really come home in your body through sacred sexuality, through our pelvic bowl, through a pussy, There is this unlocking that happens, this remembrance that happens into who you are. Mm -hmm. And that creates unshakable, unapologetic confidence. That's the confidence that I'm talking about. When you just know yourself so deeply, when you've like really had the space to have that like intimate connection with self. Yeah. And from there comes just inner knowing, epic trust and safety in your own body. It just, you can use it as your GPS for absolutely everything you want to create. That's the kind of locked in confidence that happens. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I would love to hear a little bit more about how you got here and what your journey was to this line of work. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to share how much or how little, like, do you want like Cole's notes or do you want like full version? Totally up to you. I would really love to hear it all. I mean, I feel like <laughs> you got it. We all want to know. You got it. So I wasn't always sexually empowered. I wasn't always confident in my body. I wasn't always a sex coach. If you told me 10 years ago I was going to be a sex coach, I would have said, you are nuts. Yeah. Like, there was no <laughs> way. So if we go all the way back at 14, I woke up in the middle of the night being sexually assaulted by my stepfather. And it was a horrific night and it was, you know, everything you can imagine how horrible that would be. But the bigger hit came the next day when I told my mother and she believed me. And then within hours, she did not. Mm. And that betrayal, along with regular everyday conditioning, societal conditioning, messaging, left me very, very disconnected from my body, from my truth, from my pleasure from everything, right? So very quickly, as I move into my 20s and my 30s, I found myself always being the good girl, always being the good mom, you know, speaking, not speaking my truth, like speaking for whatever other people wanted, right? Fawning and fitting in. I was burnt out. I was stressed. I was caught in cycles of overgiving and doubting and people pleasing and stuck in my head during sex. Like there was so much, so embarrassed, so uncomfortable in my own body. Mm-hmm. So this left me very, very exhausted, frustrated, angry. Mm-hmm. I had three babies in there. Um, and of course I was rushing on the go, but I was also, I see this, like I was caught in trauma cycles constantly about being rushed and on the go and left wondering why I couldn't keep up like everybody else seemed to do, which I know is not exactly true these days, but yeah. <laughs> it seemed like they had it all together and it was just not me. Right. And then this was quickly followed by guilt what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? So in 2013, I started to 
I always had this feeling that there was something more, but in 2013, it started to get really heavy. Like there has to be something more. There has to be another way. And I started reclaiming some of my boundaries, but it was still very, very wobbly, very wobbly for a few more years in there. It felt too scary. And it was in 2017 where I fully started my reclamation journey and haven't looked back. Like it's been like 100% go in that healing, in that reclamation. Uh, started working with world-renowned teachers and leaders like Mama Gina and Layla Martin, Sheila Kelly. There's so many others. <laughs> so that's when I really learned to come home in my body and really started this journey of reconnecting, right? He, doing my own healing work, doing my own, a lot of healing work, a lot of healing work, mm. right? Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. You're very welcome. Mm. I'm wondering what curiosities are blossoming inside of me. I have so many questions at once. I think I'd just like to open the doorway into like, what are some of the most beautiful things that you learned along the way? And I'm also really curious, you said you never looked back once you started. What was, do you remember specifically? Like, was it a feeling? Was it a specific experience? Like what really hooked you in to this Mm. path once you started? I'll answer that one first because it feels like it's simpler. I received the activation literally of pussy and I was in container with other women who are doing the same. And it was like this, oh, it was the remembrance. It was the remembrance. And it'll make more sense as I share what I've learned. So what I've learned is also what I've coined my signature sexy back approach, which Mm -hmm. is reclaim, reconnect, and remember. Mm -hmm. And reclaim is about reclaiming the places that we've been disempowered, right? So our sexuality, our body, our pleasure, our voice, big ones, her boundaries, feeling great, feeling sexy, being confident, and then in our power and not being afraid to say and ask for what we want. That's a big, big piece. So that started almost immediately, which was really, really important with this pussy activation, right? And with the next one is like, you're basically back to reclaim, you're reclaiming all the places that either you or society, either way you've done it in some way or another, have shut down, have dismissed have put away those pieces. Mm -hmm. You're unleashing the real you. And when you do this, you turn on, which is really, really cool. And then if you add in the sacred sexuality, which is my reconnect piece, reconnecting to your body, to your sacred sexuality, to your sensuality, to your innate inner power, the oracle between your thighs, when you add that in, we've got reconnect. And this is where you can cultivate this deep, deep, epic trust and safety within your own body. And then, I know, it's so fun, so fun. And with that comes this remembrance, right? When we reclaim and reconnect these core pieces, we come into this beautiful remembrance where we remember like with unshakable confidence of who we are, what we want. This is us. Like, it's like, it just blows everything kind of open. And no matter what happens in the world, you know that you've got this. I love you talking about this remembrance piece. For me, that's been one of the big ones. And mm-hmm. this idea of remembering is kind of um, a very somatic experience for me. Something very old, like something yeah. that was always within me, maybe even before I was born. Like Totally. Being able to get in touch with that is such a gift. And I find that there's like these layers of remembering as well. Like as you deepen, it Mm -hmm. it never really ends. 
there is that like essential remembering, but then there's like these little flutters as you go deeper and deeper of remembering more and more. Yeah. And if you, you know, act in, in and about today's world, it's very quickly to forget some days we forget, right? So just to reactivate the remembrance, the connection through sacred sexuality is so powerful. It's something I keep coming back to over and over and over. This idea of forgetting again, too. I remember something that really stuck out to me once that Leila had said, she said that there's this game that the goddess plays of forgetting and remembering. It's like, mm-hmm. you'll forget her and then she'll peek out and you'll mm-hmm. forget her again and she'll peek out. And it's this, Did you ever uh, learn from Nika? Uh, I've worked briefly with Nika. Yeah. yeah she Nika was has a this teacher. beautiful remembrance piece of when we, you know, come down to this earth this realm if we don't forget it is so so painful Mm. that we have to until we're ready to reclaim it Mm. and then we're ready to hold it all which is just so beautiful she says it says it way more eloquently than i did but you get the gist yeah i get the gist that's powerful (laughs) and it takes away some of the shame from the forgetting sometimes once we remember we're like oh i spent my whole life forgetting this so many years lost, but it's the process. It's the natural process. Thank you so much, Kim. Such beautiful topics unfolding. So give us a little bit more about like, what does it particularly look like when you work with clients one-on-one or within your membership? What are some of the juicy pieces? I don't hold anything back, whether you're working with me one-on-one in a membership or on a free call, it doesn't matter. But as we go up, right, between free call to membership to JDEG program to one-on-one, you're getting more time with me, right? You're getting more intimate time with me, more specialized time on you, Mm. which is really, really important. But when I'm working with my clients, I'm using a lot of somatic tools and practices. We're using breath work. We're using aspecting practices. There's so many tools. It's really hard for me to like pull them all off on a list, right? Inner child work. There's so much that we're using. So it really depends what my clients need right then and there to what I go, okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay, this is what we're going to do. And of course we're asking then, right? Does this feel aligned? Is this, do you want to try this or do you want to try this, right? I'm also Mm -hmm. deeply, deeply trauma-informed and I continue to study trauma all the time because I believe there's three core pillars that are important to really doing this work, which is pleasure, regular, everyday pleasure, which is so important. One, it also holds the nervous system. Mm. Two, nervous system regulation work, like deep, deep nervous system regulation work. And then three, being sacred sexuality, a totally different realm of sacred pleasure, right? Mm. And when we bring these three in, it's like we can slowly start to unwrap these levels and hold our systems really firmly, really solidly, really safely while we do this work. Because I don't think we can separate out trauma from sexuality it's so linked yes we have decades and decades and thousands of years of conditioning and trauma especially around sexuality yeah thank you for bringing that piece forward they are very much intertwined I'm curious now I'm like do we talk about the jade egg or do we talk about sex (laughs) magic because I want to ask about both (laughs) whatever you'd like to You can do the sex magic with jade egg. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the jade egg first. Yeah. They'll naturally weave together. Tell us about your experience with the jade egg. 
Yeah. It's actually how I first came to working with Layla was through the JDAG. Yeah. And at first I was pretty, uh, what are we doing? All right. Same things that many people are thinking. And it was a really powerful practice. It, it hit me on many different levels. I wasn't totally ready in the nervous system regulation part to go deep, but I still loved the practice, but I definitely didn't have that nervous system regulation part. Probably because my body just didn't want to go there, right? It was like, whoa, we haven't you know, done some healing work here. So it's a little too early. But as I've deepened into the jade egg and learned to hold, of course, my nervous system and I'm in a regular grounded state on a daily basis, it'd be odd when I bump out now, which is really, really cool. I brag because it took a lot of work to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of work to get to that point. And with the jade egg now, it's like this is, it's just a beautiful ritual, right? I, I choose sacred sexuality practices multiple times a week. Sometimes it's jade egg. Sometimes it's not. I really let my body choose what she wants to play with that day. But the jade egg is such an amazing tool. It gives so much permission, I think, for people starting into mm-hmm. sacred sexuality because it feels better to say, I'm going to do a jade egg practice, leave me alone, family, versus yes. I'm going to go self-pleasure now. Like there's something different there that just isn't as permission giving. Not that you need to say, I'm going to go self-pleasure now to your family, but you get my gist. Like there's so much, it felt uh, in the beginning for somebody new, it felt easier. It was like, I'm going to do yoga. Yeah. There's a structure. There's like a tool there. Yeah. I loved that part. And most people didn't ask what that meant, (laughs) which is fun. And then depends what I want to go into, but this, this, the jade egg is really powerful to, again, just connect through sacred sexuality, just to come home in your body, just to listen, see what's going on. There's so much power there. I mean, we're open to you talking about it as much or as little. I'm very, very <laughs> passionate about this tool. And, you know, there's a lot of listeners who may be unfamiliar with it. So it's gorgeous yeah. for you to explain okay. it. Where's yeah. my jade egg? I put it away. I put it away because my cleaning ladies were coming. <laughs> but I do have one here. Um, I always have one on my desk. I actually play with it a lot when I'm on, on calls. Yeah. But the jade egg is amazing at helping reconnect and rewire that biofeedback loop between brain and pussy or brain and vagina. Yeah. And I'm saying vagina there only because we're talking about the canal here. Uh, for those who are listening, you're what you call have had been calling vagina is not your vagina. It's your vulva, but the canal would be your vagina. So it really helps up that feedback loop between brain and your vagina of helping the pelvic floor, helping strengthen the pelvic floor from bottom, middle, upper. It'll help, you know, make you more sensitive during sex. If you're having sex with a partner, there's just more sensation starts to become available to you. You can really start to just deepen again into your pleasure. I loved the JDAG also for really helping me really heal body-wise, really reclaim like self-love, like real true deep self-love. Not the stuff that's funny. Every time I think I've done self-love over the years, we're talking 40 years or whatever, it's like, oh, we're new level of self-love. It just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Oh yeah. So the jade egg is powerful at unleashing epic pleasure, like down the road. I don't talk about the orgasms very much because the other stuff feels like so much better, but the orgasms is funny. People want the orgasms and I'm like, cool, but you're going to get the other stuff, which is just so much more healing and nourishing to your body. 
but you will definitely unleash epic orgasms playing with the jade egg. It just creates so much more pleasure activation in your body. And you're naturally de-armoring when you're mm-hmm. using a jade egg. So there's a lot, a lot of juiciness that is powerful that it, just in this little wee egg. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're bringing up like um, the de-armoring process. It's such a beautiful way to do that at like your perfect pace. Like you can really control just how slow you want to do that process. And you can decide Mm -hmm. whether you want to just do it for a few minutes or whether you want to really like soften into that process. Such a beautiful self-controlled experience. And as you're talking, I was also remembering my very early days with the jade. (laughs) What really um, was an awakening for me is just after like a week or two of using the jade egg, I hopped on my bicycle and I went for a bike ride Mm -hmm. and it was like my pussy was on a roller coaster while riding this bike. That's how much like the sensitization inside of my vaginal canal had like come online in such a short amount of time. Like as I'm riding the bike, like every hill, every pebble in the road, like my pussy could feel it. Fabulous. Yeah. You're activating your sacred pleasure, right? It's so powerful. And then bike rides became a lot more fun. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I like feeling so much in here now. Yeah. And just just imagine what that brings into in the bedroom or in your own self-pleasure practice. We really are disconnected from our bodies and any type of sacred pleasure practice is going to allow you to reconnect to really come home into your body and feel exquisite pleasure, heal. That's the really Mm -hmm. cool parts of the jade egg. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking the time to explain that. You had mentioned before about that beautiful brag about nervous system regulation. I would love to hear like, what does that look like for you nowadays? Um, I'm sure that sacred sexuality practices are part of it, but like what tools and techniques do you use to like regularly regulate your nervous system? And then how does that affect the way that you walk through the world? Yeah. So all of the tools. So if we're going to use breath work, if we're going to use sacred pleasure, if we're going to use jade egg, I definitely have other tools. If I'm feeling very dysregulated, right? Different breathing techniques, grounding techniques, feeling my body, things like that, that I bring in and I bring in for myself and my clients, but I don't need to do that kind of work right now, right? After I've done all the healing and played with de-armoring and releasing what I need to release is this continual practice. There's nothing that I have to do on a given week. There Mm -hmm. can be right now, it seems to be like once every quarter, maybe something falls apart, right? There was one in November where it wasn't really me. Somebody attacked me. A family member actually attacked me on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. And started to shame me and things like that. So that totally blew up my nervous system, but I know how to, you know, I know I was in it. That's the really cool part of, of being really in tune with this work. It was like, I am in a trauma response. I can feel my trauma response. I know what I need to do here. And I simply asked it for that support. I, you know, got on the floor and practiced with my courageous ball and really did some grounding and regulating work myself while reaching out to other sisters to ask for support mm-hmm. and really just allowed myself to process that. I'll move the emotions through my body. I have no problem swamping, going into these tools as I need it. And then the other one was in January when GoDaddy deleted my whole website. 
and the guy was being an asshole that mm. night I like let it out like there was a few pile of things coming up I was writing the book in the same week and I could feel a little edginess of my story in there and this guy was being an asshole at GoDaddy and I this is like six years of a website that was just gone and he was being a jerk and he said I can't help you I'm done mm. again I had to like process so I could handle it because I knew if I just turn around and try and handle it in that activated state, not a fun activated state either, right? If I hold that in an unactivated state, I'm going to make it worse. I'm going to not get the end result that I want. I'm going to be holding that in my body. It's going to affect everything I do for the next few days or weeks. So I'll bring in different tools to um, to regulate. And sometimes you need one tool and sometimes you need 10, right? You just don't know according to what is going on and happening. But if we keep doing the nervous system regulation work and bringing in practices and bringing in breath work and bringing in other tools on a day-to-day, then it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, there is this accumulation that happens. And I love that you speak to that. It's not like you always have to start over from the beginning. There's this building up of resiliency. Yeah, it's like filling your tank, right? You, you know, I would have said before in my story in my 20s and 30s, like I was on empty, maybe fumes most of the time, right? Now it's like 95% full almost all the time. And then it goes to 100 and it fluctuates between 95 and 100, right? And it takes a really big hit now to bump me out. Beautiful to hear. Very inspiring as well. And it doesn't mean that you're never going to be dysregulated again, right? Like as you're speaking to, but there is that awareness and that like self-knowledge of, okay, this is where I'm at. And of course, this is where I'm at. This is totally understandable, but I have the tools to navigate it. And I don't want to get there. If I start to feel that buzziness, Mm -hmm. I want to describe it as a buzziness that comes when we overwork. Do you know when you're in a go, go, go mode? If I start to feel that, I pull back right away. Okay. I need some pleasure. I need to slow down. I need to go work out. I need to do something here. So I don't activate that. Right. Cause there's like this, this buzziness that I can't really describe, but it's my own body is what I feel that is going to come when I'm doing too much. So if I feel that I like pull right back. You're worthy of not going deeper into that state. Yeah. You're worthy of caring for yourself at that point. Yeah. So it's really, really in tune listening to body, what body needs at every given moment and not bypassing it. Absolutely. Can you talk specifically about pleasure as a nervous system regulation tool? Because it's kind of my favorite topic. (laughs) Yeah. Pleasure just naturally is a reset. It's a reset. It's a nervous system regulation tool. It is just it's, it's, it's a practice though, right? So like yoga or like meditation, it's something that you want to become part of your regular everyday life. And if it's not every day, at least weekly, right? And yet you can have pleasure putting on your lipstick. Like it literally can be part of your everyday life. I play with things like my jade egg on my desk and and play, you know, writing on my thighs, you know, I've got little balls actually on the floor that I roll my feet on just again, to stay grounded, stay connected in my body, but pleasure, there's so much that pleasure does and pleasure is infused into almost every aspect of everything I do. I don't do anything that I don't like doing without pleasure infused into it. So it gets a little tricky for me to like, okay, what do I do? Like put on my earrings very pleasurably, right? 
I play with essential oils. I play with crystals. I put on music when I'm cooking food. Like these are basics, everyday pleasure, right? But getting me back in my body, in my pleasure, things that turn me on. Yes. Oh, that's such a delicious transmission there. This act of like, I don't do anything I don't like doing without infusing pleasure into it. I'm going to really take note of that. That's really kind of the next step for me. I love it. And if I really don't like it, I give it away. Hire it out. I paid my daughter to cook three times a week for the last few years, Mm -hmm. right? Things I'm like, I can't can't do it. I'll pay $10 a meal. She's like, done. I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Right? Like, fabulous. Just find things, find ways to do things that you don't like to do. If it doesn't bring you pleasure, if it doesn't turn you on, it's draining you. That is so empowering. I'm really, really inspired by that. I'm finding myself in my current life. I've built up all these pleasure practices, but there's still these feelings of like grinding or like doing these activities every day that are like draining to me. And I'm getting really curious in this moment of how I can infuse pleasure there. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about sex magic now or a lot of it. Can you tell us what sex magic looks like for you, what it means to you and what role it's played in your work? Yeah. Did I do the sex magic before the jade egg? It was around the same time. I'm thinking which one was which, but sex magic is a regular part of my practice, whether it's private clients, whether it's just me, whether it's my membership, teaching a free one next week. Like I practice sex magic a lot because for me, it's an opportunity to slow down, to come home in my body, right? To infuse pleasure, calm my nervous system, hold my nervous system, but also play with my desires, right? It's a way for me to embody my desires to, of course, by incorporating like the five senses and allowing that to be integrated like deep within my body, deep within my subconscious, Mm -hmm. right? And then using the sex magic to manifest the things that I want, it becomes so much easier, so much easier. And that's all before we even add in the sexual pleasure, right? When you add in the sexual energy to it, we just like take it up a whole other notch. And that's where we really get to to play and to move sexual energy in our body. And this allows our desires to like feel real, to feel integrated in our systems and in our subconscious, right? It helps to melt away the fears. It helps to melt away blocks and obstacles that come up. There's opportunities and practice if anything comes up to hold yourself in another way, right? And then of course, to release that all up into the universe is just such a beautiful, beautiful practice. I love the way that you describe it. Everybody has their own (laughs) unique sort of experience of it. Any like particularly interesting stories with sex magic or anything you'd like to share about your own personal practice? Yeah. So you can practice solo, right? Or you can practice Mm -hmm. in a group and a group practice, whether it's on Zoom or in person, it doesn't matter. The energy that is there is out of this world, just out of this world, even if it's a Zoom practice, right? There's a complete different level of activation when there's a group practicing. It just feels right. I you completely feel the agree. You feel the energy and that remembrance clicks in even stronger, right? This remembrance of how this is how it should be, or this is how it was. I absolutely love it. And, you know, 
I already shared a little bit about sacred sexuality practices, but the same with sex magic. It's not to be done once and that's it. It's like a practice. You want to infuse it into your life. You want to infuse it into your practices, just like you would yoga or meditation so that you can continually deepen into this fabulous, fabulous, this very nervous system regulating this manifestation practice is so powerful. I highly recommend it. I'm really, really looking forward to your guided practice. I'm signed up. I'm on the list. Ah. I've got it in my calendar. <laughs> Yay. I haven't even checked all the names. They've been coming in like left, right, and center. So you're already signed up. That is amazing. Yes. Really looking amazing. forward to it. I love being led through it. I love just being able to like fall back and go on the ride. Yeah. Exquisite. It's getting a little challenging to teach it these days because my activation starts immediately and I'm like sitting at my desk and I'm like, okay, like my body just drops in so quick and it's like, you know, I'll get caught in a wave because I got a minute pause here um, of them, you know, circulating their energy through that chakra specifically. And I'm like, okay, got to talk in a second here, right? It just, my body knows how to drop in so quickly, but yeah, I'm teaching one coming up on the spring equinox, which is going to be so fun and extra, extra multiplying. gorgeous. I love you talking about like all the pleasure that you get from facilitating and how your body just like knows how to drop into that, even when you're just speaking it. Yes. Mm. And I can feel energy. And it's increased and increased and increased through Zoom calls too. When I'm working with clients, when, you know, I'm working with group practices, whatever it is, I can feel the energy coming and building. And yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not going to ignore that. That's part of, you know, what I'm leading. So enjoy, right? Oh, I get so high sometimes when I'm leading people over Zoom. And I can really feel like even the people who aren't live with me, I can feel them through like time and space and like mm-hmm. their energy. Yeah. I've been able to kind of um, learn how to enjoy that more and more as time has gone on. Cause the first few times I was like, what is happening? Yes. <laughs> but it's I, really I love that you brought up the time and space because even if I'm recording for a membership and people aren't joining till later, I still feel it. And I, sometimes I'm like, are you really feeling it? And it's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I am. So to hear that you are is like, (laughs) okay. And I use a lot of the same music. I have like, I don't know, 30 different playlists, but I use the same grouping of songs all the time and just add in favorites as they come about. So I think it's part music, it's part practice, it's part remembrance. Oh, I'm excited to hear your playlists. I love the vibe that different people set. Okay. So I would love to hear about your book now. whatever you're open to sharing. All of it. The book's pretty freaking awesome. (laughs) So the book is actually, I don't know if we have an official title, but it'll be around love thy body and it'll either be sex, love relationships or sex, love and intimacy. And Mm. I think it's the third or fourth book in this series It's my first time writing this way, but there's 15 other sex, love and relationship coaches. And we're all sharing in a collaboration in this book. So it's pretty epic. So I share in there my story and tons of detail and in depth, tons of tools and practices to really do this work, right? To reclaim, to reconnect, to remember uh, tons of tips and tools in there just to go about for people who are finding this book all over the world. I think we're like in, I don't know, totally 10, 12 different countries writing this book. It's pretty epic. Wow. I can't wait. And do you have any idea when that'll be released or it's still in the works? May. They say May, but deadlines 
they're coming up to May. So yeah. May 2023. Oh, yeah, like that's months. right around the corner. Oh, that's yeah. super exciting. Okay, excellent. It's so, be so good. With the book, we'll put any information about that that we can in the show notes. And as time goes on, like maybe as we get closer, we can put more info about that in the show notes. Um, what else would you like to share with our audience? How can they connect to you? Tell us more about your specific offerings. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, if they want to connect with me, definitely follow me. Get on my mailing list. You can check out getyoursexyback.ca for Canada, in case you forget that. Um, you can also look up kimcoffin.com. goes to the same place. Coffin's like the casket. Don't want to scare anybody, but it's like the casket. <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook, Kim Coffin. I use my personal profile on Facebook because it's just so much easier. On Instagram, I am get your sexy back coach with underscores in between. Yeah, so my offerings. So I have ranges from $44 a month to $1,400 a month. Private coaching would be the top end. If you want private coaching, we can talk about that. I have about two spots open right now for private coaching. I have a JDEG program that's on my website that's always there. It's a self-paced program that you can buy and go at your own pace to get comfortable with the JDEG. And then my Sacred Pleasure membership is amazing. And it's $44 a month. I'm offering like thousands of dollars of content in there at $44 a month because I want this to be accessible to the world. Mm. I know so many Women are afraid to reconnect to their body, are hesitant. We hold so much conditioning and shame. So I've made this really, really easy for the Sacred Pleasure membership. And it's just an opportunity to practice, to unpack these levels of conditioning and shame, to reconnect to your body, to hold the nervous system, to infuse in more pleasure. There's so much goodness in there. And I actually recently just made open a hybrid which is the Sacred Pleasure membership with one private coaching call a month. So in total, you're getting three calls, two group and one private, and that's $4.44 a month. So that one's really, really cool. If you want some private and the membership just to support you along the way. So that one's epic. Yes. I love this variety of offerings. It's really, really inspiring to hear. Gorgeous. So do you have any final words of wisdom or care for anybody listening who might've really, really resonated with your journey and with your story and is feeling like they're feeling this little tingle of yearning inside of them to begin their sexual journey, but they're not sure where to start. Yeah. Yeah. Trust yourself. Listen to the callings, listen to the whispers, listen to the feelings that there has to be more because our head really quickly overrides that, right? Really quickly overrides that. So listen, trust it. If you want to hop on a free call and you don't know where to start, I'm happy to hop on a free call and explain everything to you and see what you're looking for and see what would be best fitted for you. But listen to yourself, trust yourself. Your body's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. And if you're ready to explore the possibility of living a wildly orgasmic life as a sex, love, and relationship coach, then I welcome you to learn more about the Vita Coaching Certification. You can learn more, check it out, and apply today. And it would mean the world to me if you could use my referral link that you'll find down in the show notes because you'll be supporting my work and this podcast. So, so much love to each and every one of you. Have a beautiful day.